You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast, a championship-caliber pro sports podcast based in Buffalo, New York, with your hosts, EZD, Derek Jaws, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, Bold Claim, Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. Hats, Tats, and Stats is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online at www.bicbp-radio.com. The weather is changing, the birds are chirping, and the sun is shining, which means summer party season is right around the corner, and Buffalo Freddy Party Rental has everything you need to get your party started. From tents, tables, and chairs, to inflatable bounce houses, water slides, and obstacle courses, Buffalo Freddy has everything you need to take your summer shindig to the next level. Not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does catering, too. For more details or to make reservations, head over to www.buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4-FREDDY. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast, Tip of the Cat podcast, Common Debauchery, and the Producers. Call or visit their website for a championship caliber experience of epic proportions today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Tats, and Stats. I am EZD. I am joined by the Statman Austin Kelm, and he's here from Common Debauchery. His name's Rotten Jack, and he's a Bengals fan, and I don't know what the fuck we're doing. I walked into the wrong fucking set here, boys. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I don't know. Do you even do sports? Are you a sports guy? I can make some shit up. Sports ball. Yeah. Score the point. Do the thing. Score a goal unit basket in the skirmish. <laughs> All yes. right. Uh, thanks for joining me, boys. Good to have you. Good to have a three-man crew going. Uh, it is the dog days, as I like to refer to them, of, of sports. Like, There's a lot going on. There's NBA playoffs, which will be part of a later segment. Uh, there's the NHL playoffs, which I don't know if you guys have been able to watch any of it or if you even care. Uh, the NHL playoffs are a banger. I mean, playoff hockey is the best. I mean... We all like football. I like football, but if I'm watching another sport in the playoffs, it's, I don't know, hockey in the postseason is fantastic. Yeah. I find hockey to be extremely boring, and I don't watch it at all. That's, and see, like, I'm the same way in the regular season, unless the Sabres are playing, and then you know, inside the last five years, even then, it's a stretch. Very much. Uh, <laughs> the end of this year was, was exciting. It, it was better. It was better. Yeah. Um, so, looking through the playoffs, uh, the Colorado-St. Louis series was met, like looked like it was going to be really tight. They split the first two games, and in game two, St. Louis looked like they just figured something out. Colorado's took in the next two. They lead the series 3-1. to one. Uh, The battle for Berta. That, Berta. See, that whole thing is interesting, that it's literally the battle of Berta. Yeah. So we have the battle of Berta and the battle, battle of, of Florida, Florida which yeah. Tampa Bay dominated. They swept. It was weird. I mean, newsflash, the Tampa Bay Lightning are really... Yeah, really the, good. Yeah, the Lightning yeah. are a talented, talented hockey team. Weird. I saw the uh, there's the the stat of the day on Twitter the other day was um, in the Lightning's last ten series clinching games because they've won ten in a row. Right from four two years ago, four last year, and now three this year. Yeah, um, they've allowed four goals, one goal, zero 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 one zero. Yeah, like really in your last ten of your last elimination games or like series clinching wins, you've shut them out. Six times, and that's just stupid. So much for like the other team's gonna go after you, and it's winner go home for them. And I, no, you're you gonna shut out. And we're gonna what win it all comes handedly. down to is yeah, that's great that they're they're clinching these series and stuff. But how many Stanley Cups have they got? Two. The last two. The last two. The last two. That's <laughs> that's it. But you know they shut that's out. That's it. Six so hard it is to repeat. They've, oh they've, my goodness. They, they've also had like more than that. 
Back um, in the St. Louis Le Cavalier days, like yeah, like way they, back. They, they got real hot for like two or three years. They cooled off for and cooled off like they were not the, the Stanley Cup champions for a couple, right. and now they're back to back again. And looking like a fucking wagon. Say the, the Panthers were the number one seed. Yeah, they were like they, they were, were the hottest team in hockey and they just got swept. They were the they de facto one seed. They beat the Capitals four to two in the first series and got swept by Tampa. The other series, I mean everything's gonna be great. Colorado's probably Colorado's this is this is their shot. This is their shot. They Honestly, eat. I would love Colorado Lightning. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Hockey. I want Colorado so Carolina. Stars. And really, Wait, like, so I, who's who's in the fourth? Uh, uh, so it's Carolina and New York. Okay, the the, the Rangers would, of New York. I would like Carolina to win that one. I like if I'm if I am gonna pull for a hockey team, I do like Carolina. So and there's a, so we talked about this, and I, it's come up a few times. There's a lot of people in the Western New York area, the Buffalo area, that have this weird disdain for Carolina. Because, right. because they beat us in the Eastern Conference Finals that one year. And, like, I I get it if that's, like, if you had that view on, like, the Dallas Stars, because fuck Brett Hall. <laughs> right. But when you, like, they beat us. Like, just because somebody beats you in the playoffs doesn't mean you should hate their franchise forever. I mean, I, mean, I, like, I like them because they're the former Hartford Whalers. I know why I like the Avalanche because yeah. they're the old Quebec Nordiques. <laughs> which, which, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Which I don't know if you guys, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, and I'm actually interested. To, I'll, I'll Remind me about the Catodes. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, uh, Gene, remind me about the Catodes. Hey, oh, <laughs> shit, on the last one here. <laughs> Damn it. I will forget Son about of it. a bitch. Uh, so I, Carolina is fun to watch. That stadium rocks. They do get pretty amped up. They get, they get raucous. They get rowdy. It reminds me of a Bills game. So, I do. I do really like their third alternate jerseys, like the black one with the flags. Because every time yeah, they, they win flags. a Stanley Cup, they well, no, it started oh. with just one flag, and then they want they they debuted that the year after they won the first Stanley Cup that they won. Then once they won their second one, they added the second flag. Interesting. So now if they win another cool. one, if yeah. they win it this year, next year that third jersey will probably have three flags on it. I mean, so so what does Carolina have? I mean, they've got UNC and. The Hurricanes, right? I mean, and the Panthers. Yeah, but like, they suck. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I'm just, I mean, if you're going based on like success, that I went was, with like. That, that was a fit. I mean, who do they have? This and then the Panthers. Well, yeah, but the Panthers suck. The last place guy, yeah. like, whatever. I'm not concerned. I mean, they have Christian McCaffrey for six games a year, which is pretty exciting. Like, if he, they're they, lucky. They just said he was going to skip the entire preseason because they're going to handle his workload now yeah. and they're going to try to manage him better. Yeah, they tried to manage him last year and he still missed half the season. It's like good luck. You gave the guy twenty million dollars, and now you have to manage his workload. Right. That's that's tough. High, highest paid, one of the highest paid running backs in the league. You can't use him half the I season. Think, that's why you they, don't pay running backs. That's yep. that, that's a tough one, though. Like, I mean, well, I mean, Dallas. I, I, Dallas I, I just agree with that, you. Dallas just learned that lesson. They gave Zeke that huge contract. He's a bum, and I think I think bum's a little. Harsh. No, he played the entire season on an MCL tear. Like, yeah, I don't well, know what else. I don't, I don't really crutches. care. But like, he's not worth the amount of money that they're paying that's, him. That's true. And they had to get rid of their number one receiver because they had no other option. I don't. Well, uh, but if you're going to play that game, though, Amari Cooper's not worth twenty million dollars well, either. No. So I mean, that's that. You, CD Lamb was the number one anyways. They're not going to miss. They're not going to miss Cooper at all. Yeah. I think they're fine. But no, Zeke's not worth $96 million. On the flip side, though, how do you just let McCaffrey walk? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's the most dynamic running back maybe in the history. I mean, over a two-year span. I mean, it's not like he's Bo Jackson or anything, but. Well, and you know, it's he's dynamic as all hell. Don't get me wrong. But again, your best ability is availability. So if I'm looking at, especially now, 
Like if you're like, oh, I, like, hey man, I want another contract. I'm still the best running back in the league when I'm on the field. My answer is, when? Right. Like, I'm not paying you. I don't know a million dollars for per per play because right now that's pretty much what you're at. <laughs> like, right. Right. Yeah. Forty-seven rushes for and with and with three touchdowns. We paid him twenty million dollars last year. Well, that's it's what a poor investment. Eight hundred touches in two years will do for you. No kidding. Most guys get eight hundred touches. If you get eight hundred touches in college, they go, hmm, wait, that's a lot. Yeah, of maybe maybe time. you're a third or fourth. Right. Round pick. He like, did it in two seasons. People are like, yeah, no, he can handle that. Yeah. Good luck to you. No uh, bueno. So anyway, back to back to hockey. I <laughs> we digressed. We yeah. always do. <laughs> is this common debauchery? Like, <laughs> no, this is just the nature of the beast when I run a show. Apparently, because um, the producers is the same way. Actually, I think Tip of the Cat might be the only one that stays on track. What the, f- what the hell's wrong with me? Um, yeah, I, I would love to see a Carolina Colorado. Yeah, and, and I want them to wear throwback jerseys because that would be awesome. They both have to wear a throwback at the same time. Yeah, drop me drop me a reverse retro Stanley Cup playoff so I get the Carolina in. Whalers colors and I get the Avalanche in Nordiques colors, yeah, or just with your Nordiques jersey on. God, that'd be time to be alive. See, I don't mind those reverse retros, but I'd rather just just half, each team should just have their retro jersey. Half of them were awesome, and the other half and the other half sucked. sucked. And, and, then, like, and unfortunately, get, Carolina was in the category of suck. Right, like it's not that hard. Like you, you, you were the Hartford Whalers, like, and they didn't just, use the Whaler logo. Yeah, they did. But it was a it was a gray jersey instead of a green jersey. Oh, Google machine. Uh, Trust me, because I almost bought one, and then I saw it wasn't like the 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 Hartford Whalers like typical green. That's that's always been my 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 I would say my my fantasy jersey my my dream jersey is a is a Sackick yeah Nordiques jersey just from back in the day. I own Fantas- one of those. I know. And it's fantastic. Although I'm not picky, I would Sackick was my favorite player going up. But I mean, True. Forsberg's fine. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. Patrick Waugh, even Ray Bork, he was only there for a hot second. But I, any one of those guys during that Cup run was unbelievable. okay. They had to have updated this because I remember when the original Reverse Retros came out, they did not use the Whalers logo, and I was pissed about it. Yeah, I think they they redid it for like this year. They, I mean, they better have because they the fact that they didn't use the Whalers logo was stupid. Well, right. so many people probably had the same opinion you had, and they went, "Ooh, we should probably change that real quick." Yeah, yeah. Uh, we go back to that. We done effed up, right? But then you get you get teams like Vegas who've been in the league for a second, three, three, four, five years at this point. Five, yeah. Yeah. And like they're like, "Oh, we're releasing a reverse retro jersey." I'm like, "You don't have a retro jersey." Yeah, retro what? It's, it's you're what just cool releasing doing. like it's fine. you're just like releasing an extra like alternate jersey. Well, so but it was a thing the entire league was doing and they right. couldn't they couldn't do a thing where they're like, "We're we're rever- like releasing these third jerseys or fourth jerseys whatever you want to call them except for Vegas cuz they haven't been around long enough to have a retro anything." I'll tell like, you what. The one team that I was extremely disappointed in the reverse retro was uh the Ducks. How's I it? wanted them to use the old, like, the Mighty Ducks jerseys that they used so to wear. So are you talking, like, the D2 jersey? Yeah. With the, like, the, yeah. the goalie mask? Yeah. So um, they are not allowed to use that in those colors. Really? Correct. I was just D- going to say, what kind of copyright infringement was D- going right? They used those when Disney had a like, a share in the company. So, like, they, they actually did, like, the Disney Corporation had a piece of the ownership of the 
Ducks and Ducks. Chase. Oh, okay. so they're they have they still use that logo, but it's like they're like they loosened up on like you can use the logo, but it can't be those jerseys or those colors. Well, that's why I went like the total opposite way with the color scheme. Yeah, they that, went it's to a like black, black and orange, and orange now. Orange, yeah, yeah it's, it couldn't be more. I mean, I than- do I do really like those black and orange jerseys, but yeah. I mean, and, and listen, when anybody thinks reverse retro or retro ducks, they think those jerseys. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, interesting, fun little stat here. Like, so Austin brought up, uh, it's not just Tampa. It's the same goalie. So it's Andre Vezilevsky. Six shutouts in in the last seven series clinching games. Right. And the other That's one, disgusting. And the other one, he allowed one goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like he got lit up the last one. Yeah. The other uh, one was one. In the last seven series clinching games, he's faced 200 shots. Right. And, and he's made one, one, one. 199 one. saves. That's Jesus. disgusting. Like you don't have to beat the you don't have to beat Tampa. You got to beat him. Like and, yeah. and that's just uh, good luck because that this dude is. I mean, you've heard of like playoff Lenny for Leonard Fournette. You've heard of you know big game this guy, prime time that guy, uh, Stanley Cup, Vasilevsky. Get out the way. Doesn't exactly roll off the tip of your tongue. Does uh, it? Nothing in <laughs> hockey rolls off the tip of your tongue. We're all Eastern European. Well, yeah, oh, when the guy's God. got seven consonants all right in a row with no vowels, it's going to be a mouthful no matter how you slice that. Uh, what a time to be alive. But, like, so this is the thing. The NHL does a, just an absolute garbage job of marketing. Like, their their TV deals suck. It's weird to finally see them on, like, main channels. Right. Come, like, playoff, playoff time. time. Yeah. The NBA finals and the NBA playoffs are just awful this year. Like, I don't remember the last time you had, a, like, a... A, a blowout sweep in the in the conference finals. Right, it's there's, bad. It's been a lot of that in general. Like even they're, even they're, when Luca won when he beat the Suns. Yeah, Luca had more points the half than the whole entire Suns team did. Right. <laughs> like okay, they're, they're like oh like two two game sevens in the NBA, and they weren't close. Both games decided by almost forty points. Right. Like, what the like what? Forty points. <clears throat> forty points in a professional game. Listen, team teams get blown out. Like, I get it, but, but like, I, I think it speaks more to the, the lack of defense. And it's the lack really of hard what in they do. Like, it's really hard in basketball to blow a team out, though. When you both have equal opportunity to score, like it's, it's not just, like it's not like football where you can like quickly like you know you get a touchdown, then you get an interception and run it back for a pick six, and all of a sudden you're up, you know, fourteen nothing. Uh, but you know, the, like how the hell is there not more like back and forth? Like usually they're just raining buckets back and forth, which is usually the reason I say I don't like the NBA. It's, right? It's boring to see 137 to 132. Right. Like, yeah. It. I mean, who who misses more and who scores last are not exciting for me. <clears throat> no. Like, okay, NFL games, different story. You want to play who scores last? Like that's. Yeah. I uh, I'm pretty sure my heart murmur is still in effect from the last Bills game, but. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, the NBA is just boring because it's every day, every game, 197 games or whatever the hell it is. I think they only play like 82, but that's beside the point. Um, it's just it's boring. And now the end and now the playoffs have gotten worse. Like hockey might be tough and hockey might be tough to get into and tough to watch. But if you're not a, like a diehard hockey fan like the Yellich boys are. But I mean, at least the playoffs, you can tune in and not care about either team and be like, this is just fun. This is good playoff yeah. hockey. Yeah. Well, and there's there's hits and there's collisions. And oh there my can God. be fights and there's. Do you the, know what I mean? There's the a blue, lot of the Blues uh, first series. 
in the first game, like first period, like there was a huge collision behind the net, and the dude on like heard on TV was like, "I got four more games, motherfucker! I'm gonna kill you!" And four, I got four games to murder your ass. Like, yes, give me more of that, right? Where's the special NHL channel that you're just like tuning into the players being mic'd up the entire time? Oh Do you know what God. I mean? Like just listening to them. Listen, I don't need, I would, I don't need broadcasting I would pay or announcer. Good money for right, that. that's what I mean. You know, we say that about baseball all the time. Not to change gears in the sports again, but like every time they like interview an outfielder or something like that, like while the game is going on, it's super. Like I oh, like it. Great. Like it's they're great. laughing, they're joking, and he's just like, they're like, "Hey, walk us through what your positioning is right now." And he's like, "Well, if he hits a single, I'm gonna yada yada and whatever." And then sure as shit, the guy hits it right where he said he was gonna hit it, and I'm like, "I hate analytics. <laughs> a, they are well versed in whatever they need to do, but it's very entertaining. Yeah. Like I would, I would subscribe or listen to whatever." And it's to hear it's, what they're saying real time. It's something that they're starting to do now more in, um, like minor league stuff. Mm-hmm. So for, first off, have you guys seen the Savannah Bananas? Oh, I yeah. love the Savannah Bananas. So I was actually tagged in a in a video yesterday saying, you know, by one of the guys on BACBP, he was like, "Jaws, is this you?" And it's this like bald bearded umpire like I dancing. And it, yeah. it was really funny. Um, but I explained to to my fiance like who the savannah bananas were and it was really really funny it was a lot of fun um i love watching their videos on tiktok like it i would love to go be able to go to a game to see that in person to travel right. around so, and like they're they're starting they're right. starting to tour so it's it's just the savannah bananas and the wild things or the party party animals, animals, party yeah. animals. <laughs> sorry uh the wild things are a different independent league team that uh lg castillo plays for a oh, kid that i go. coached through high school that got drafted um but yeah so like Chris Quitzer, local Depew boy. Quith Quitha. Quith Quitha. He played for the Party Animals, and now he is in that same league that the Wild Things are in with LG. And they actually, I saw he posted a highlight of him mic'd up during a game, and he actually like was joking around with a teammate. He's like, "Yo, be careful, be careful. Like, I'm, I'm, I got a I'm hot mic. Up, I'm right, mic'd yeah. up. I'm mic'd up." But like, so like they show him on like on deck, and like just the conversation he's having with himself. He's like, "Ah, oh, so what do we got here? We get ah, there's no way this dude throws me a fastball, is there?" There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking off speed first pitch. And then, like, the guy winds up and he goes, nope, it's a fastball. And he barrels it. And he's like, whoo, the boys are buzzing. We're finding barrels today, boys. As he's, like, on first base. And it's like, this, like, are you saying this because you know you're mic'd up? Or is this how you talk? And, like, Because there's some dudes that, that, like, I play with guys that, like, they talk to themselves like that. Right. Like, I've, I've played with guys that mid-pitch have been like, whoo, fastball. Like, and it's fun. It, I, I would watch mic'd up sports more then I watch other sports where I want to throw my TV out the window because Joe Buck sucks. Oh, God, yeah. You know who I think started that? Or well, what sport, rather? Was it NASCAR? Where they started to, like, you can get feeds of, like, being with the camera inside your driver. I the, think so. Mean, right? Yeah. The one that you're trying. I like Jeff Gordon, so I'm going to f- just be in Jeff Gordon's car listening to his conversations yeah. with his pit crew chief, and then I don't care about the field. Right. There's 43 cars out there. I don't give a crap about the guy in last, but I want to follow Jeff Gordon and how he passes every guy the whole race. And there are millions of fans right. who are dumping, jumping into that. Which is really, really cool. I mean, that's that's awesome. Right. And, again, I, w- I would watch Mike Dub Sports far more. Oh, 100%. Like, I would, I would tune into games, like... Because, I mean, and how else do you get into, like, knowing and liking the players more? Right. I like, think it's why Hard Knocks is so successful. Because that's essentially what it is. Do you, yeah, you get more right. of an inside look at right. the team and the players? and well, yeah. just Them laughing and joking and, and pranking teammates and, like, hazing some rookies and, like, all the things that, you know what I mean? It's it's entertaining. Right. 
it's really I mean they go through the football and there's that aspect but it's they show you the, the more human side of everything Christ. as well well them having to cut people them having yeah. those into those awkward I don't say awkward, well yeah awkward conversations between right. the coach and the players like hey man I know you like literally almost broke yourself through OTAs and training camp but we're gonna have to let you go right <laughs> it's just, sorry it's the it, it, like, of the beast. and for a lot, a lot of these guys it's oh it's a numbers thing right so I mean mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think because like, really what one of the big issues I know that like really that baseball has is they don't really let players have like social personalities on social media. Like everything they say and do is moderated on social media. So like they have to be careful. Like they can't post a clip of them taking batting practice and hitting absolute nukes because the MLB wants people to have to pay for that video right. right where like free sharing you doing something they're like nope nope that that was an opportunity lost to make money which well, is sad well, that was which is why NFL, mlb right? is kind of dropping in popularity because people are like the quality of the game is kind of going downhill over the last few years whether and it be like that's an analytical issue that's you know the small ball doesn't make sense you know mathematically speaking you're better off trying to hit a home run and flying out than grounding into a double play stealing bags the risk versus reward isn't high enough to risk stealing the base. Just you know, try to string hits together. Like it's it's boring. It's it's gotten brutal because there's and then you get these like strikeouts that are, that are just absolute trash. That are I don't know necessarily if the umpires are any have better you ever or worse. Watched Angel Hernandez call a game? I mean, well, so he's the one. I mean, that's the well, and the him and, him and Joe there. West. Like, thank God Joe West is retiring. But I mean, they, like, so they. I watched a video comparing like live feeds of games with and without the K zone box. And like when you have that K zone box there, you sit there and you're like, oh my God, that wasn't a strike. Oh my God, that wasn't a strike. Right, oh my God. Right. Dude, like what the hell? Like that, was, that, that, like that was in the zone. Like what the like, And then when you take it off and you watch it, it looks completely different. You're like, okay, yeah, that's a strike. Somebody, like, somebody said it on TikTok that they were like, you know, there, there are feeds out there that are showing umpires making these horrible calls. He goes, and are they horrible? He goes, yes, some of them are egregious. He goes, but he goes, do we understand that like last night in Major League Baseball, 2,400 total pitches were thrown? And yeah, you're going to have seven that are up. You know what I mean? Right. Like out of 2,000, he goes, when you just do the numbers of it, he goes, and it really, because again, I'm the stat guy. So the, the overall numbers aren't bad. Now, to your point, Jack, the the Angel Hernandez is not good. He yeah, actually he sucks. He misses, sucks. Right. He only makes seventy five percent correct calls, which means one out of every four pitches is wrong. Like he just he doesn't get it. That's horrendous. Right. That's Seven bad. out of two thousand is like oh right. shit. We're, we're talking about a one less than one percent. One percent of one percent of the pitches were right. bad. But then Angel Hernandez has the audacity to go out there and bitch and complain that oh I'm not getting selected for to work the World Series or the playoffs or this that and the other. It's like yeah because you fucking suck. Yeah. See like and I, now like so we on the outside look into that and go well obviously your job performance has to be included in that. But what's the process of it? Is it is it chosen on it? Do the is there a vote? Is it oh hey this is just a rotation. So if he's being skipped for a rotation that everybody I could like you know what I mean I can right. understand that grievance sure but if it's like if it's no, performance based right no, that's I'm, right I'm ninety percent sure it's performance based right and like, I don't know what like goes you have into, like it's something well, like they, you they have they to evaluate have, right correct you have to have like a ninety percent I don't know if this is actually true but just say like you have to have like a ninety percent like correct call rating or whatever right or even like eighty five percent like 
It, it, Angel it, Hernandez it does is increase seventy five percent of at least of at least balls and strikes. Right. So I don't know what it is when he's in the field or when he's not sure. behind the plate. So maybe maybe that maybe that average brings his whole average up. That hey, congratulations, you don't screw up out or safe at first base as often as you screw up balls and strikes. Right. At home, one of the most but, ridiculous things I saw recently was the couple weeks ago that uh, the ump with the uh, Baumgartner with doing the hand oh, check. Oh yeah. And when he just, wasn't looking just at him. holding his hand and just looking him dead in the eyes, like of course the pitcher's going to get pissed. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure the MLB actually like fined him and like actually like gave him some flack for it, like within the league. The, pro- um, the problem is, is they have to like back those guys publicly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't have you can't have a guy come out and be like, well, no, our officials were wrong here. We're going to look into it. No, it's they might discipline him behind closed doors. Like the problem is, you've see, we've seen it in the past. We've seen it in the NHL where you know you overheard a mic'd up referee like basically saying like, ah, these guys are starting to start to build some momentum. I'm gonna I'm gonna call. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a penalty for him. Like, yeah, right. And they're like, no, 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 you can't do that. Like, what are you doing? Like, and they publicly came out like, this is not okay. Right. Like, bad calls, tough games. Like, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna come out and be like, oh, our umpires suck. Well, baseball's got a lot of those weird ones though, and. You'd like to think that the professional umpires have a little bit more integrity, but I know that we see at the local level all the time. It gets lopsided. The strike zone opens way up. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hey, I mean, I our armpits the shoelaces. We're calling it, man. Like, I roll can, it. I can I can actively and openly tell you that last night we had an umpire who I will not name. I do know his name. I will not say it publicly on the air. He uh, he had a rough day. He's not the best umpire. He and like not being great is one thing. Like not being good, okay, whatever. You you have a rough day. It's not we have a shortage. I, I you know beggars can't be choosers, right? But the dude kind of like presents himself like he is the umpire. Sure. And <laughs> when we're not on the air, I'll tell you who it is. You'll be uh, like, oh yeah, okay. Um, and he he blew a really really tough call. And I from the sidelines, I was DHing, and I I I barked, I, I chirped, I said something. I was like, uh, you know. Oh, you know, a boy, kid, nice pitch. Sometimes you fool them both. Got to buckle both their knees sometimes. Like, and I, like a little bit more than I usually do. And I go, I got to shut up. I'm not, I go, I'm not getting a, like, a good strike zone next, my next at bat. <laughs> I was on deck when I said it. The inning ended. Next inning comes up. I go to the plate. And sure enough. He called a strike at your strike, chin. Strike at my chin. <laughs> like, like I literally watched it go across at my chin and he was a strike and I literally stepped out of the box and laughed out loud and I went oh damn it I just like I was laughing at myself I was like yep I called it and then it made it look worse because I laughed out loud <laughs> I was like <laughs> and like looked down at my coach who I told like yeah I, I just fucked myself and then I'm like no I just fucked myself again so I went up there like just free swinging at that point because I knew I wasn't getting anything close but yeah I mean it's hard to take the personal side out of it like Oh, this guy's talking smack. I'll show him. Okay, but you're proving me right. 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 Yeah. I just just call the game, As, yeah. which is why I don't understand really why there's a shortage. Is I objective things, balls and strikes, out or safe. I've never understood. I get going out and having a conversation with them. Fine. Right. The, the yelling, the screaming, like the ridiculousness that comes from whether it be parents or coaches, whomever. It's so. First of all, do you think you're doing yourself any favors? Right. Like, do you mean like, so you yell, you berated him, screamed at him, whatever. You think you're getting the next one? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, like what, what did you gain from the tirade and the temper tantrum you just threw? Right? So that, that's my, the first thing. But then also, what's the likelihood that you're going to convince him that he saw something he didn't see? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's standing right there. He thought it was an out. You thought it was a safe. That he was safe. Fine. I, I mean, whatever. But, like, do you think that you're yelling? Like, you're gonna, you were going to go out there and have a tirade and yell and scream. And at the end of it, he's going to go, you know what? You're right. I, I, I'm right, sorry. You're, right. Exactly. I, I'm, no, I, I don't. You know right. what I mean? Like, I'm what sorry. Do you think Let me reverse this call. That? Right. Because you yelled and screamed. Now, knowing the rules, that stuff bugs me. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you just like you get dead ball when it shouldn't have been, or you awarded bases the wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like that type of stuff. Like that drives me nuts. Because so, that's just I, it's literally your only job. I don't know what else did. I I think some of the issue comes in with again not knowing rules, or the improper enforcement of said rules. Sure. So like. You know, we had, like, last night, perfect example. Ball gets hit down the line on the ground. Umpire doesn't say anything. Like, if you know anything about umpiring, the rule, what you're, like, by the rule of thumb, not to use that phrase, but is vocalize foul, be quiet on fair. You don't call a fair ball. You point fair and keep your mouth shut. Well, nothing happened. Nobody said anything. And, like, luckily it was seen... easily enough that it was a foul ball that nobody really like but if I'm, I'm sitting there like i'm if i'm if i'm coaching school i'm pissed because if i don't hear anything and i'm i watch this ball go by me a third and i don't hear anything i'm waving my dude right. i'm going S- sending like, everybody right like, but like blue can we get a like a verbal call here like i got my guy ball on the ground head down and run like he shouldn't have to like peek over to you to see if you put your hands up to call it foul right like and then another one weak little like kind of line drive but like soft, I mean, like soft, soft, <laughs> like S A W F T, soft, soft. And the, now the first baseman on the other team could have come up and made a play. He by no means was camped. It was by no means easy routine, and bases were loaded. The plate umpire literally just kind of like near his chest, put his finger in the air, which is the sign for an infield fly. But you're supposed to verbalize the infield fly, right? Because what happened was the ball hit the ground. Everyone moved up. And instead of like the the batter kind of like jogged to start mm-hmm. and then they picked up the ball and threw it to first to get him out at first and it was a close play and they called him out and then they're like, well, no, it was infield fly. He was out anyway. And they're like, if you would have said that, we could have had a shot at the play at the plate, but you didn't say anything. So the ball hit the ground. Our runners all thought, oh, crap, it's a ground ball. Like now we got to go. Right. By the time like they like by the time everything happened and the confusion was done, like if the kid would have just been like, okay, infield fly, the ball hits the ground, that dude's running, pick it up, throw it home. But like you didn't, and then there was confusion. You didn't have to throw at the guy at first, but you did. So like the enforce the proper enforcement of rules or the proper like even just calling it when you should, that's the stuff that people get pissed off about. Like and I mean the two guys that we had last night, again, I like, I know both of them personally. They're good dudes, and for the most part, good umpires. But like, it was just kind of like a well, second game of a doubleheader. Got him. Like, dude, you're getting paid decent money to be out here. At least give me a little bit of oomph. Yeah, come on. If it's a strike, give me a yeah. I don't even need that. <laughs> like, I just i I need something. Like, the things that should be verbalized need to be verbalized for a reason. Well, right. Or if you're working by yourself, hustle. Right. Move. You, you can't see everything from just standing in the same spot. Like, right. go, run. Try to get an angle. Yeah. Help help yourself out here a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because I know a lot of coaches that 
you, you so you're behind the behind the mound, right? You're, you're by yourself, and you you misread a, a fair foul ball. So like, I get that you don't have an angle, right? That you're kind of just guessing. Some a lot of fields are chalked, some of them aren't. You know right. what I mean? So you just you're sort of guessing. A lot of the good young guys run over, get yeah. on the foul line, to look, see where it fell. But if you just stand there. I feel like that's where coaches get upset that you, if they think you missed it, yeah. If you ran and hustled, well, shit, at least he moved. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like they would just let it go. Yeah, because you I, stood there and watched it, and then you think you got it wrong. Oh boy, that, that now it's like now this shit's gonna hit the fan. Right, and a big part of that is the is the fact of like, you know, I, I don't envy you for doing a game alone. Correct. Like I, that sucks, especially on the big diamond. Like that's right. a lot longer to go to, to try to make that call, <laughs> yeah. but. uh then all of a sudden you look at like, oh, you stood on the mound and it was close and you just kind of, meh, foul. I'm sorry, what? Like, uh. Give me some effort. I expect the same effort out of my players but at the and same, everybody that goes into it. But at the same time, I also expect to be like coaches to hold themselves to a higher standard than to, I mean, I've, I've personally seen umpires like chased off the field, legitimately like chased, had to be restrained by other parents in the parking lot. <laughs> A good friend of mine, his 10-year-old was, or I think maybe he was, no, he wasn't even 10, he was like six. He play fly ball to right field, guy on, or tying run on second base with one out. Nope, no outs. So fly ball gets caught. Kid tags up because it's the longest throw, right? Throw, he's safe at, safe at third. We appeal to second. The umpire had it clean. He's out. He left early. They lost their minds. That kid and one of the coaches on the other team followed the umpire with his eight-year-old son to the parking lot berating and swearing at him. And then we're sitting here like, I can't believe my game got canceled because nobody wants to umpire. Oh, no, it's it's brutal. I feel like there is justifiably oh, a they, shortage. Oh, yes. Like, I, I don't know why anybody would want to be an umpire. I mean, I've seen the videos on TikTok of like the parents berating an ump in the middle of the game. Sh- and, shoving umps, and, and the ump is just off, like, like, the ump gives them warning. Be like, listen, if you keep it up, I'm going to walk out and forfeit the game like for you and they're like yeah well I, I fucking dare you like go ahead and do it he's like fine game's done forfeit the other team wins and the ump walks off yeah oh do you feel better now i feel fine you're doing this at your kids i've at, seen that video yeah, yeah. I, like, this is a 10 u little league game how do you like are you or do you feel better now right like but to uh to to our point uh postseason umpires are <laughs> <laughs> are are selected based on their performance during the season it's okay, so it is. And then, so what happens is um, there's a pool of 24 umpires that are picked for the ALDS and the uh, NLDS. Those, the guys in the pool of 24 are then selected for the World Series because they're not, no, they, they don't allow umpires to do back-to-back series in the playoffs. Okay. So a completely different pool of umpire does the championship series, and none of those guys are eligible to be in the World Series because they don't want them going back-to-back series and they don't want any issues right right so the players over. are getting different guys yes. different viewpoints different right yep so they they try to make it as fair as possible which is cool and i appreciate that but you can't have a 75 percent rating and think you're gonna do the right. very playoffs so. sorry yeah accountability on planet earth is lacking just across the board just uh-huh. as, as a general rule yeah well, yeah yeah people are stupid you heard me people you're dumb we're, we're people, too, so whatever. I, I say stupid shit all the time. And so, realistically, we're about to get into, like, a lull of sports. 
Right. Like in a couple is, of weeks, we're only going to have baseball. Right. And, and, that's, and, 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 that's, and that's why I, I kind of call this the, like, just that it's just a slow period. It's just that, like, the dog days of sports. There's a lot of people out there that anytime that football's not on, it's a slow time. It doesn't matter what else is right. on. Football's not on. It's a slow time in sports. It's kind of like me. Right. I, was, I, like I, I, I really you. only pay attention to football. Which, I mean, and, and that's all, most of what we talk on the show is football. It's actually been really nice to kind of do hockey and baseball. Um, you know, there is football on right now. The USFL is in full swing. Uh, from what I can tell, they're doing okay as a league. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard of any impending shutdowns or people not getting paid. I, I, I find, the, I find the, uh, the idea of using a solitary field as a, just one, everyone has a one home field. Yeah, it's, well, it's interesting. They, I think they have two fields that they use. Nope, regular season is just the one in. It's all in Birmingham, yes. Alabama. I thought they had two fields though. No, they're they're using the Hall of Fame field in Canton for the championship. Oh, but just the the one in Birmingham is the only current field they're using for the regular season. Which people are like, you know, okay, then why do you have like? Why do you have the New York this and the Arlington that? Like, why aren't you just the Gamblers or the like the Rangers or sure. the whoever's like tradition? Which that's what they've always done. So hey, why not keep it going? Right. Well, and so the interesting side of that is the the pro lacrosse league, the PLL. They don't have like they have. I don't even know how many teams they have, but they they don't do locations. It's just the Spark or the Surge or Aces or whatever. And it's like they don't have location names because the league itself kind of barnstorms the country. So like one weekend they'll be at Duke and they're playing yeah. at Duke. The next week the entire league is playing at Michigan State. The next week the entire league is playing at Ohio State. The next week the entire league is playing at Oregon. Like and the league travels weekend to weekend. Yeah. And then and they play each other at that one field for the weekend. And it's really cool. I mean, how is it fair that you have teams like that there's a Birmingham team. Yeah. They have every single game is a home game, even if they're the away team. That's kind of weird. Right. But I don't know. I mean, to give areas of the country somebody to root for. Like, oh, that's my team. I can root for them. They don't, they don't play near you. But if it was the Buffalo something or other, somebody honestly, out here in Buffalo would, would honestly, go I, something. I wouldn't care. Like, if you never play here and I never get to watch you play live or even have the chance, like, I mean, so what, like, do you pray? Do you even practice here? Like, does the team go home from Birmingham every week, practice at a location, and In then Houston? fly back to yeah. Birmingham every weekend? Like, I'm assume or are all not. the teams hanging out in Birmingham? Like, they're all in the same hotel. Right. So, like, so, <laughs> so why, why should I care? Like, why should I care if there's a team with my city's name on it that I never, ever, 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 ever see? Yeah. Yeah, Michael Vick's going to play in the fan-controlled football league. Do you care? No. I Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if I care enough to watch it this same level. I, I don't care to watch it right now without Michael Vick. I don't, you know what I mean? Right. I don't, I've I never don't, even turned the I game, catch, turned the game well, on. T.O. caught a touchdown. I, Johnny, cool. Johnny Manziel's like, been know, in, in the league for two years. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like, whatever. And T.O. caught a touchdown. Yeah. Fine. I, uh, it was cool seeing the highlight right. on Bleacher, but fine. <laughs> whatever. Tell you what I would like to see come back is the Arena Football League. You remember the yeah. Buffalo Destroyers? That yeah, was always crazy. a good time. I went to a couple of those games. That was that was interesting. When the goddamn field goal is you got to kick it through some uprights that are like three feet wide. Uh, so I believe the standard 
uprights are 10 yards wide in the NFL. Yeah. 30 feet. I mean, sure. That could be. Hold on. How <laughs> wide are NFL goalposts? 18 feet, 6 inches. Overshot it. Yeah. So uh, I think the arena ones were only like, I think they were half of that. Yeah, so they were tiny. Nine, nine foot three. They were tiny. But the cool part was there was netting on both sides. Yeah. So if you missed, it could be returned. Yeah. Which was awesome. I love that. Like the hard hits against the boards. Sweet. More action. More action all the time. Yeah. Like it was this, super fast paced. Just massive hits, fast paced, just touchdowns, just bombs. Just it was great. You know what's funny? So Michael Vick's coming back to, to play. And I don't did you catch any of the I mean, it's a for show point, but like when Rich Eisen does the the forty yard dashes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well they and they they donate all the money to like St. Jude's Children's Hospital. It's really yeah. become a, a nice thing where all the money gets donated. Um they had Michael Vick run this year and he ran like a four seven, which I mean for a guy who's in his forties now, that's it was not bad. RG three ran like a four four something. Yeah. Like Rich Eisen looks at the stopwatch and goes, That's like Come out of retirement fast. Like, that was way fast. It should not have been that fast. That, like, Vic ran, and he goes, oh, that's that's still pretty respectable fast. That's that's once a dynamic player fast. And then RG3 runs, he's like, that's come out of retirement fast. Like, that was way faster on a secondary ACL right. than it should have been. Yeah, that was – and that stuff's really cool. You know, I, I like when, especially in the dead time of sports, like, the cool other sports things that are happening, like uh, the, the fun – an interesting back and forth between the uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers golf duo versus right. the yeah. Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes golf duo. Uh, apparently, Brady and Rodgers were mocking the two young guns in their golf game, kind of taking some pot shots. So that'll be fun. And uh, I, I'm actually looking forward to that, to watching that, or at least the highlights of it. And so they've uh, they've also talked about. I got a uh, push notification on my phone today about them getting rid of the Pro Bowl. That all, all, or, all or, things, they're talking about right, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, everything's being discussed. It's all on the table. What is a better way for us to showcase the players? And listen, I got to tell you, the Battle of the Gridiron Stars with all the Pro Bowlers was my absolute favorite thing. And they like just, I don't know if they just stopped it or they don't care anymore or maybe it wasn't getting the interest they thought it was. I always really enjoyed that. They run obstacle courses. Yeah. They play dodgeball against each other. Like that would be the thing. Yeah, I want to see all the quarterbacks play dodgeball against each other and just have everybody go nuts. I, I, always, I always said that they should just turn the Pro Bowl into like, a, a, literally it already is a two-hand touch football game to begin with. Right. Turn it into a flag football game with one of those Nerf footballs that whistles. Right. The Vortex. Vortex the, make a flight. Yeah, the, ver, the Vortex Hi, footballs. I'm John Elway. And I set a record with the Vortex make a flight. But I'm not John the kicker Elway. is... Whatever position you play in the NFL, you can't play that for the Pro Bowl. So, like, your quarterbacks have to be, like, receivers or defensive or, That's an interesting you know, concept. Your, your defensive guy, your defensive lineman has to play quarterback. Just just something fun. Shake it up. Yeah. yeah just I, do I, I don't, and I don't even know if you could get away with that because, like, you're, like, especially a guy playing out of position, you're running the risk of ACL injuries and stuff like that. I've seen it happen on a flag football field with guys playing spots they usually play. But I mean, like the skills competitions were awesome. Like, yeah. give give me these quarterbacks doing like an accuracy competition or a, like a long throw competition. I mean, it was really cool to watch Jamarcus Russell shuffle into a ball and throw it eighty five yards yeah. out of out of bounds every time, but still eighty five yards in the air. Like that would be awesome. You know, the whole like Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes who can throw the ball. Thing, right. We can actually find that out. Right. Right. Like, you know the like and the, and then the power throw like. 
throwing the ball through stuff. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do it for hockey. Yeah. Like, that'd be awesome. Give me give me offensive linemen drive blocking a pickup truck. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's awesome. I think it's entertaining. And there's a low risk for injury. Right. Although I don't know about the whole pushing a pickup truck. But everything else we had was fine and could have been done without the fear of ACL tears. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not be sad to see the Pro Bowl go. It's it's not even a game anymore. No, and it's no. not. And now it's not in Hawaii anymore. That was a big deal that people yeah, were it, like, "Yo, this is like the only reason I wanted to go is because my family's never been to Hawaii." Right and now, you just put it in Miami. I go to Miami a year. Like, yeah, every <laughs> every Bills player, I go there twice a year. Like I go there once a year. Right. I, I don't really care. Um, yeah, I would like to see. And like, it was also after the Super Bowl, mm. so like. People had time to like rest up, and then like it was it was a full week of events and like the whole ordeal, right? And now it's like the week between, and like so neither Super Bowl team participates. So a good chunk of the best players in the NFL yeah. don't. Oh, so and so made a so and so made a pro made the Pro Bowl two years in a row. Yeah, because the top quarterback in the conference was in the Super Bowl, and the next four decided they didn't want to. Right. Like well, was Mac Jones last year? Right. Right. And Pat's like, oh, he's a Pro Bowler, as a rookie. I'm like, you know, you know, he didn't earn that, right? Like, Pat's fans out there, like, 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 that's not a real thing. Like, you, you know, it took Mahomes. Like, Mahomes didn't do it. Allen didn't do it. Burrow didn't do it. Herbert didn't do it. Uh, Jackson was hurt. Like, oh, so there's five of the top quarterbacks in your it conference. Was, it was either Mac Jones or Tua. Tua sucks. That's going to yeah. be great. All these Dolphin fans who are like, we finally got a team. We have weapons. We're going to be dominant. Good luck to you. Enjoy. <laughs> I mean, probably second place. I, I, you know, credit where credit's due. So uh, having a talk with, with I can't, Rick the I other can't, day. Like, I can't wait to watch Tyreek Hill just field punts from Tua all game long. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Again, so I think it's really funny that they, they put on Twitter the, the picture that, of, that of him. That hype video, well, right? Well, they, right, and he, they threw it to him until like, Tyreek Hill has to wait for it. And he catches it and then takes off. And now everybody was like, yo, calm down. It was one throw, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, you know, as a media department and as like a front office person, that the biggest knock on this whole thing, whether it's true or not, the biggest knock was he doesn't have the arm right. to hit Tyreek Hill. He's going to underthrow him all the time. And the one high, the, the one, one video clip. you show is him underthrowing the two. Yeah, <laughs> like, we, why listen, would you choose that one? Listen, have it, have it be like a quick slant where he gets rid of the ball quick and hits him in stride. Like, and have him run it nine times until he does it right. Like, Listen, and I'm sure on a couple of those deep balls, I'm sure he completed one. I'm at some point it happened. We're like, and it was in stride. Right. Some some of the comments on that video were great. Some of them were like, "Oh, if you would have told me that Tyreek Hill was fielding punts, that would have been more believable than what actually happened." Or one of them was like, "You know, credit to uh, the the Dolphins media guy for making that 20 yard throw look at, like a 60 yard bomb." And see, like, and and that's Miami seems to have been gone going with the speed. All speed. Speed yeah. at running back, Waddle, Hill, everybody. I mean, just speed, 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 speed. I think the problem is they don't got an arm to throw to the speed. Well, and I think a lot of, th- like, I think almost any other sport, that speed's fine until you get punched in the mouth. Right. How how good's the speed doing now? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, when, oh, we when, drove Tua into the ground and now his ribs hurt. Good luck to you. Have fun. Right. <laughs> or, you know, I, that speed is all well and good, but, like, you know, part of the reason that Hill was so effective in Kansas City is because Mahomes could, could beat you deep. And you you had to worry about Travis Kelsey, and you had to worry about, you know, at one point was it McCole Hardman? You had to, I mean, there there were guys you had to worry about, and he could get the ball to him. So you had to cover more than one piece. You have to cover more than one person in Miami now for ten yards. Yeah, 
Like you can cramp clamp down the coverage and then uh the balls that you can throw well aren't there and now you're throwing ducks to my to, to my safeties. Cool. Right. <laughs> like all all the like the the top sports analysts are like, "Oh, Miami's going to be a a true contender now and it's going to be the battle of Miami and Buffalo for the 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 AFC East." And I'm just like, "No." Like it, it's not even going to be close. I'm they, like, they also took Tyreek Hill is going to be a non-factor. Tyreek Hill is going to be a non-factor for Miami. If I'm not he, worried about facing him twice a year. It's not that he's not going to be a factor. It's the fa- like it's that they're going to have to do things with him that he did in Kansas City, but weren't one aspect of of his overall game. Right, right. Like, they're like jet jet sweeps and you know all kinds of different like. Trickery so and that, chicanery. That like. is one of the biggest problems with Tyreek Hill was that Mahomes could dump the ball to him five yards off the line and he could bob and weave and take it 70 right. yards. But you also couldn't play on the line with him right? because either A, he would beat you and Mahomes could get could hit him. Right. But he, great, play up on the line. Beat me deep and then I'll wait for the ball to get to me. Yeah. And while you're coming back 10 yards to, to get it. Like I just... Yeah. I, I don't think, think it's going to be that big I, of a deal. I do appreciate what the Dolphins are doing here. Because they have this team and they have them for a few years. This is the Tua. This is it, bud. If you don't get it done, we have to move on. I, I really think that this is going to be Tua's last shot. Like if he doesn't produce and do something well, this what's year, the, what's they the excuse? have to move on. Right? What's the excuse if he doesn't do well? There's a lot of teams doing that. I mean, Daniel Jones for the yeah. Giants. It's they've surrounded you with all the talent in the world. If you can't do it, this is you. Yeah, I mean they they brought in a highly touted offensive head coach. Which again, I think the Dol- the Dolphin one of the Dolphins' issues is that you lost a really good defensive head coach. Yeah, guess what? You have one of the most potent offenses in the league in your division. Whoever you replace that brain trust with, better know how to stop them. Mm-hmm. Because you, is Miami going to be able to score points? Probably. Are they going to be able to score toe to toe with the Bills? No. Oh, and the Bills have a pretty damn good defense too. Von Miller is going to eat a Tua sandwich. I, I still don't think my I think Miami's <laughs> on the outside looking in. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And really, it's, I don't think it has anything to do with them being a good team or not a good team. Just right now, the AFC is loaded. 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 Well, I mean, yes, but like Tennessee is going to be there. The Colts are going to be right there. That's two teams from one division. I mean, Buffalo is going to be I obviously think, there. I don't think Tennessee is going to be there. I, I think with just how weak. I mean, Jacksonville's not good. Right. So, I'm like, looking at so, what, and Houston's not good. I just think by default they're going to give the ball to Taylor. A ton, so the Colts are going to be good, and Tennessee no, is going to give the well, no, but they're going to give the ball to Henry, right? And it's going to be that's just but we, we all, it is. it's also a huge question mark. He's on the wrong side of twenty six. He's coming off a foot injury, and if that if, if he's not himself, we saw what happened in the playoff game. Right, he runs upright. He always has because he's just so goddamn strong. But when he can't drive off that foot, he's easy to bring down because he runs so damn high. Right, like, and again, he's. Either even if he comes back at 100, percent he's still on the wrong side. He's going to slow down a little bit. It's going to like well, the mean, game sorry. is going to catch him eventually. But even if you're not counting Tennessee, you've got the entirety of the AFC West. Right. And all four of those teams are they're going to be just duking that, it out. That entire division is going to be an entire crapshoot. Right. Like any given Sunday with that division, I honestly I believe the Ravens may end up as the bottom feeder there. The wrong division. That's the AFC North. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. The West would be the. <laughs> L.A. Chargers, uh, yeah, no, and, and you're and you're right. Chargers, Chargers, right. Chiefs. All all of those teams are built to beat the hell out of each other. Well, they had they had like their own private little arms race in the offseason. Like, hey, yeah. how many weapons can we? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. Just and, keep signing you know, everybody. And the and the, the Raiders went and got Devontae Adams. Denver went and got Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. 
Uh, I don't think the Chargers really did much. But Khalil, Khalil Mack. Yeah, and Khalil they, Mack. They, they, and, they bolstered their defense. And gave J.C. Jackson like $100 million or something yeah. stupid. So, that was so they, said our, they, they said our offense wasn't the problem. Right. Like, so you're, yeah. you're still like teams are still trying to catch us offensively. We need to like, what do you do? All lockdown corner and a dude who can get after the quarterback to get after the quarterback with the guy we already have that can get after the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, that was okay. the whole thing. Go ahead. Double, double Joey, Joey Bosa. Yeah. Khalil <laughs> Mack coming to the other side. Double Mack. Oh, you can't single cover Joe uh, Bosa. Like, right. It's not you can't thing. single cover Mack either. Right. So now if you double both guys, you have a center guard. Like you, you need, you need a center who can block legitimately against a defensive tackle and then you're running back picking up another defensive tackle or right. or an elite edge rusher like yeah that that whole that whole division is going to be if, fun if you told me that the chiefs finished in third and missed the playoffs i wouldn't be surprised I, next year right i don't i don't think it'll happen but i would not be flabbergasted if no, it happened no. either wouldn't be shocked. Know, right i know because I mean, their offense took a huge step back losing hill hill does right. a lot opens a lot of things for that for them, Listen, they lost Kelsey's probably. One year older, it's it's a whole thing. It's, the way I look at it is like it, it's almost like Kansas City lost half their offensive playbook right. with with Hill leaving. Well, I think of how now, many different now times. what do they have? They have Kelsey that they right. And uh, listen, Sky Moore will be okay. Merkel Harmon will be okay. They signed Juju Smith Schuster. He'll be okay. I just think of how many different times, even in games against us, he dances, he scrambles, he moves, he ducks, he dives, he ducks, he dodges, all the fun things, and then just throws it to Hill who somehow managed to get free because there's nobody in football who can cover him for 11 seconds. Right. Do you know, like, it's just, they don't have that anymore. Right. That, hey, they, where this is just a track meet now. And, and, and they, they also don't have that guy who, you know, you could, like, he he just undercuts 10, uh, 10 yards deep. He undercuts Kelsey's route, catches a ball that, you know, he, it's just a natural pick play. And then he's got 40 yards to get an edge and turn up and go. You yeah. don't have that guy. That like you don't have that elite speed guy anymore. Also, not to mention they got rid of Matthew. They got rid of the honey badger on defense. So yeah. now their defense is their their defensive like, captain too, I think was yeah. it. Like what something. what are they left with? Uh who's that they signed douchebag Sorensen? Daniel Sorensen, but they signed everybody, Justin Reed from Houston. Yeah. Was like, it, he's, he's like the Kansas City fans started the petition last year to raise money to pay off Sorensen's contract to get him the hell out of there because they hate him that much. Pretty much. Like that's the guy you're left with back there. Okay, good luck. I, uh, but I also think the North is going to be the same way. Uh, uh, like, it'll, it'll be it'll be tough because Pittsburgh. I mean, Tomlin will not let them finish <laughs> below right. eight and eight. Right. Apparently, it's impossible. Won't. Or now nine and seven. What it has to be. But yeah, or and, nine, nine I mean, and eight rather. And the, the the big question mark about the Deshaun Watson situation in Cleveland, and right. if Watson can play. They're gonna be good because I think Watson is good. So he, based based on Bauer's suspension, what what do we feel? That's an accurate. That, that's what I was reading that last what? night. I was reading an article that like because the MLB suspended Bauer for two full seasons, right? The NFL really can't afford to look weak on sexual assault or domestic violence in the Watson case. So now, what do, what do we think is going to come down the pipeline? Like a well, two year suspension for Watson. I, so he's already or, set out for more. a full year, though. That's, right, that's he, the whole but thing. He, but he that set was, out. He could have played last year. He could have. That was, but, te- was like te- self-inflicted. Tex- well, Texas said we're not going to play you. Right. Like we're Which not is, going to play because like we're not going to hang our season on a dude who any day could be told you're done. Right. Like, but but even still, though, I, I still think that gets taken into consideration. I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't, I don't think so at all. Oh, I don't think you get two additional years if he got suspended for this whole season. No, because he be wasn't two suspended last year. They chose to not play him. Though. Right, it's but that's not a suspension. 
Sure it is. Your team suspended you and said, we're not playing you. That's a suspension. They chose I, I don't, to not play you. I don't think the NFL takes that into account. I I, I do. I, th- I think they, I don't, they I don't, deliberately didn't play him for a full season. I, think I don't think the NFL did. takes it into account, but I don't think the NFL gives him more than a year. Just because the really? NFL, I, I don't. I, I don't because the NFL is going to sit there and go, at the end of the day, he is a top five quarterback, and we don't have thirty two good ones, so we don't want to. And, and yeah, really, Trevor Bauer is a top if pitcher, you, if and you they suspended him, him for two years, right? For but a each, lot less. Each each team has at least one really good one. I also think that the the circumstances are different. Bauer, there were like police reports and like pictures True. of his girlfriend or wife getting like right. with strangle marks in her neck. Right now with the Watson thing, it's. It's not I, I joke. It's not he said, she said. It's he said twenty three women said. Right. So like at some point you go, okay, they're either all corroborating and it's a big collusion nightmare, or you're, There's you're, something you're, to a, this. you're a you're a dirtbag, right? And you, Maybe, you did all these things. Yeah, like, I'm I'm willing to say that there's the potential for not all twenty three of them to be valid. Uh but you know, when there is twenty three, like there's something there. Where, where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, That's and, the whole thing. So it's not quite the same situation that Bauer had. And there's there's one of those things, too, where, I mean, there is still that one case out there that it was from a different county that yeah. wasn't part of the, well, we don't have enough to press criminal charges right. group that I don't know if that one's come out yet, whether or not they're going to, like, they're actually going to pursue criminal charges on it. But, like, either way, I mean, the answer here is you've pissed off Baker if you don't have Deshaun. I don't know what that's you do. An interesting, that's a really interesting situation because if you're if you're Baker, uh, if Watson can't play, what do you do? Right. Are you like, no, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm never stepping foot in your facility again. So the problem is or, they, they can dock his money then. Or which, which, but and the other problem with that is good luck signing with any other team next right. year because there's or, already question marks about you. Or do you come in and absolutely light it up? Well, and if if you come in and Have try to lay it up and you season di- of your career. But again, if you come in and try to do that and you're ju- it's just another year of Baker Mayfield, good luck signing with somebody next year. Right. It's such a weird dynamic. They they kind of got them over a barrel. I feel bad for them. I, I kind of do too, but like uh, let's be honest, like Baker Mayfield's really not even a top fifteen quarterback. Yes, he is. Well, top top not top ten. No, he's not top ten, but he's top fifteen. I think he's just barely I agree with you. Right. He might be fifteen. But that's right. still top fifteen. Right. Like I I think he's in that like 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 conversation, which will be a fun conversation because I plan on doing that one of these days. <laughs> like I I want to have a like a panel of hosts sit down and, and rank the NFL quarterbacks going into like perceived NFL perceived starters going into this season. How much time we got left here real uh, quick? About 2 minutes ago we we're going to probably be done. <laughs> so uh hey, that, just uh the our our bandits are in the NLL championship. They sure are. That's going to be very fun and interesting. Uh, very much is. So good for them. Uh, go Bandits. Go Buffalo. Go Bills. Hopefully the Sabres are turning things around too. And uh, with that, Statman, appreciate it. Rotten Jack, good to have you. Thanks, buddy. Uh, keep your seat warm because we're going to do comment debauchery. Yeah, I'll see right you in about uh, 30 seconds when we redo this for a comment debauchery. Get, right. to the, get to the right sound stage, will you? Get yeah. wrong one. Yeah. A couple rooms over. Sorry, I walked in the wrong room. <laughs> So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will catch you guys on Hats, Stats, and Stats next week. Hey, come on now. Here we go, bud. Let's go. Put the ball in play here. boy, Dig, 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 dig. You're out. What? Oh, my God. Man.
Can you believe that game ended on such a bad call? You know, I sure can, Coach. But you know what's never a bad call? Tuning into the Tip of the Cap podcast on the BICBP radio network, Western New York's first and only prep baseball podcast. Tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, or at www.bicbp-radio.com and check out all the action. It'll be the best call you've made all year.